0: The button has been pushed. Commencing
1: podcast now. Mic's on. Mic's on. Hot mic. Hot mic. I smell bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and blasts from the past, whether we like them or not. I'm J.D.
0: Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado.
1: On this week's show, we have a whole bunch of news to chew through and a few ways to lose most of your free time, if you're so inclined.
0: (laughs) Oh, I understand all about losing my free time.
1: Really? You just say, hey, some free time, and then you just see it kind of
0: and then it's just gone. blow I see it away just in the wind. I see it just blow away in the wind, dust in the wind. Remember it's,
1: that song, Kansas, dust in yeah, the wind? Yeah, they had that nice guitar yeah, acoustic exactly. uh, thing. Well, free time, too. As you get older, you have less of it, and so I think oh, you please. become more acutely aware that, oh, I've got a whole hour. I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going to read this thing, and then you get interrupted by the kids, or the dog needs yeah, to go out or something, you, and then you get five minutes.
0: Even if you do that. Even if you do get by some miracle that hour, you start feeling guilty. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know what? I could have done X. I could have done Y.
1: I should be my. I should the be one. doing this. Yeah.
0: I could go outside, you know, but now, see, yeah, the whole think, free time thing,
1: Yeah, and I think overrated. with our attention I mean, we're interrupt-driven so much today. Yeah. It's always, you can't really focus on stuff unless you're like a really good programmer or you're just right. really attuned to blocking out digital distractions and social media and all yeah. this news flying around. I'm not good at that. So unless you've got that kind of laser tunnel vision focus where you can just eyes on the prize and, and relax that way... You get distracted.
0: Have you, I mean, I'm the kind of guy that will. I'll get on my iPad or some device, a screen, a screen of some kind. It's like six in the afternoon. Yeah, look. Up. I look up. It's ten forty-five. Like, yeah. What the? What the? Literally. I don't know what happened yeah. with that I'm time. I'm gonna
1: look at this. I'm gonna look at that. Oh, that's pretty. You yeah, know, squirrel. Yeah. Yes,
0: exactly. It's yeah. just awful. It's just absolutely awful. By the way, we need to make an announcement yes, right at the top. We have an announcement. We have an announcement. Um, we are taking a summer hiatus.
1: Hiatus, just yes. like the TV, like networks. the TV
0: networks do. Exactly. But we're not going to do a new season because we're like 245 episodes in. Yeah, yeah. That would seem a little precious if if we start doing. But yes.
1: Yeah, so suffice it to say that the last two weeks of August, it's last pretty slow of- anyway.
0: Absolutely. You guys have things to do vacations the whole nine yards i've got a life change going yeah, got on a life
1: change i've yeah. got uh, some things to take care exactly. of too so we'll be back after labor day yes
0: exactly and my life changes nothing negative folks so don't be don't yes, be fretting. Not pregnant no yes. i'm not pregnant if i was you know about it <laughs> yes no but we'll be back two weeks same shenanigans the whole nine yards
1: yeah and and the fall season, uh, the of, fall tech season have begun, of tech as you know it begins to heat up uh, it does
0: indeed especially in september by the way, first, you know I've been railing about spoilers. Yes. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna actually spoil something right now. Yes. So, but I'm I'm giving folks the option right now to skip ahead, like two or three minutes. Right now, you know, like yeah, if you're listening, grab your scrubber bar. Yeah. You know what? Grab your scrubber bar or hit that little 15 second thing a couple times if you're using the uh, the yeah, apple. Well, we'll say say what app. you're gonna
1: quasi spoil. Just in I'm case gonna spoil them Jessica
0: care. Jones. Okay. Jessica Jones. That girl needs
1: some spoiling. She's had she, such a hard time. Oh and Well, apparently it's going to get harder. Uh-huh. Okay, here's your spoily. Kilgrave is back.
0: Kilgrave is back. And you know what? I shouldn't have actually made that disclaimer first. Because I got on the elevator the other day,
1: right? Yes. Minding your own business. Minding
0: my own business and two schmuckler heads yeah. spoiled a plot point for Game of Thrones. Just like talking to each other. Hey, by the way, you know, blah, did blah, you blah, blah.
1: smash them heads into the elevator I, buttons?
0: It was like one of these things where I, it, it didn't dawn on me. Like I wasn't really paying attention to the conversation. Then, I, you know, I heard the words Targaryen and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, are you effing kidding me?
1: Did, did you say something? No,
0: I didn't. They got off the, Merrily got off the elevator and I uh-huh. was like, I, there was someone else on the elevator and we both looked at each other. And was like, Those two numbskulls just actually. They deflated your souffle, man. Yeah, they totally did. He totally did. So, you know what? I'm going to spoil things from now on. From now on, just out of spite, I'm poke, spoiling poke, things. Oh,
1: spoil, spoil. Absolutely. Spoil. You know what? You know, sue me. Yeah. Sue me. All right. So, so Kilgrave <sighs> is... Kilgrave is back. Well, if he's in the trailer, though, that's... Yeah, I guess it's not, not really a spoiler. spoiler. But...
0: Darth Vader dies.
1: Yes. Uh, he's Luke's dad. Yes. Okay? Rosebud was his sled. Rosebud was <laughs> um... his sled. David Tennant's awfully busy though isn't he doing Good Omens that he's adaptation doing good omens. which is excellent casting. With
0: what is I'm it, saying. sheen? I wanted to say Martin Sheen but he's that British Sheen actor. Uh,
1: yeah, the Michael Sheen. Michael
0: Sheen, yes. right. He's the guy from uh, Masters of Sex. Yeah. Good actor he and played And Good David Omens Frost.
1: incredible book, Terry Pratt, the late Terry Pratchett and right. Neil Gaiman. It was yep. I think their only joint production together but wonderful book. I that was one of my favorite books. It's in the, my stacks to read, you know I have years. not read it. It is hysterical.
0: I'm on a Gaiman fest. Yeah, I am, oh, I'm serious. I American Gods sp- has
1: got you on the uh, got
0: me on the on the. No, well, I was a Sandman fan. That's yeah, true. I mean, the, the Sandman
1: was really one of the and pinnacles he, of comics. And of he
0: wrote and he wrote one of my favorite Batman stories. So, it's got to be good. That yeah. show. It, how can it fail?
1: Yeah. You know, because it is on the page.
0: It is on the page. Absolutely. So, All right. I guess we should do some news. So,
1: just do some news now that you've spoiled Jessica Jones. I've spoiled for Jessica Jones for everyone, and I don't even feel bad about it. I ain't I'm even sure we're going to use it up and down on the promotion because I think Kilgrave was a huge. He's amazing. Uh, amazing. A, a, on a huge on that part show. of the appeal of the first season. So. No question about it. And, and the Luke Cage parts I also like too. I, but, you <laughs> know, Luke's got his own show now. So. Anyway, well, I guess we should get on to the rather heavy news uh, of the week because, as you know, there are politics and then there are current events. And as much as we try to stay out of the politics and not take sides with right. today's, uh, you know, left-right divide, right. current events and technology are hopelessly intertwined. After what happened in Charlottesville, Virginia, this past weekend, yeah. it's old news by now. A white supremacist neo-Nazi confederate what-have-you rally got a little violent. A woman got killed when a uh, affirmed, I think, neo-Nazi drove his car into the crowd, injured 19 people as well. right. A lot of violent clashes. Uh, The cops, I think, came in a little bit too late, according to most
0: reports. Two cops died.
1: Yeah, the helicopter went down. So so really, this is probably one of the darkest sides of America that we've seen in the past several decades, I think, uh, across the the national stage. But there is so much technology hooked into this now. The way people are getting together, the way things are spreading, it's all tech. And Mm -hmm. I think we need to kind of talk about that. From the Twitter account, the Yes, You're a Racist, that was publicly identifying people taking place in the torch-wielding march last Friday night, to GoDaddy, Zoho, and Google domains rejecting the business of a neo-Nazi hate site uh, to host their site – To the CEO of Intel quitting a White House Manufacturing Council, allegedly because uh, of the slow response to condemning the hate. Mm. This is all very much in our wheelhouse, kind of, because we do cover technology. And uh, just in general, online protests on the left, on the right has been really heating up lately.
0: I will have to say this, though. This is my personal view. But I don't think this is doxing if some of these guys are out there marching without masks on. In plain view, in full view of the rest of America. So
1: Yeah, it's well it's not like the people are posting their social security numbers and their backgrounds are saying this This is is this guy, he was at this
0: march. But of course the danger is that they got some of the information wrong on some people. Yeah, and
1: then then you get, you know, mob mentality. So one does have to be very careful uh, in these situations. But they they are people who were against this sort of thing. Mm We're we're speaking out and using available online tools to kind of try to fight and say, well, if you're going to stand up for this, then people should know. Right which was, I guess, the sentiment behind that. But uh, the online resistance has uh, kind of swelled up. The, the Daily Stormer site, I think that one that nobody wanted to host because mm-hmm. it is an avowed neo-Nazi site, eventually moved to the dark web. I think they had to go down into the layers of the onion to find right. uh, hosting there. Right. But as The Virgin noted, many companies are abandoning previous stances of content neutrality before, uh, and I guess this, this neo-Nazi site had had a host before, and they said, oh, well, yep. it's, it's their... Uh, it's just their views. We're just hosting. But now the content companies are saying, wait a minute, they're espousing hate. They're espousing mm-hmm. very anti-American ideals. And, and violence, too. Yeah, and violence and, and inciting violence. And so these companies are saying, well, no, we're not going to sponsor this. Uh, crowdfunding sites have blocked campaigns uh, for the guy who was charged with running down the protester. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Discord chat service, I think, which mostly uh, does gaming stuff, uh, is right. is banning hate groups from their servers, too. So... And let's uh,
0: let's be honest. I mean, uh, folks are pointing to Reddit and 4chan as areas that have made it easier for these groups to exchange information and discuss yeah. all kinds of crazy ideas.
1: Yeah, and and there is a difference too, where if it's just chat and people gassing off, right. and yeah, it's it's hateful and and pretty vile in some cases. Right. Once that gets translated into action and people are actually getting hurt or uh, violated, like by having a car run you down, yeah. that's a whole different yeah, thing. That's a
0: whole different thing. Now you're now you're playing in a different ball field. Now.
1: S- so just a whole lot of of heavy stuff happening this week. Uh, tech all over the place, and it basically all comes down to this: if you just paraphrase that very well known statement, uh, "Treat others as you wish to be treated," and um, everything else is in comment mode. You know, if, if we may, uh, you know, riff on the rabbi who uh, put that in the Talmud. Well played. Let us uh, hope for uh, more peace uh, here in the near future. But there is so much news these days. Yes. Uh, Facebook has even changed up the trending topics section of its mobile app, transforming it into trending news. Trending news. Trending news is called trending news now. Wow. Uh, this feature was announced a few months ago and is finally hitting uh, most of the users on the Android and iOS apps.
0: But remember, they're not a news organization, or they don't. Yes, they yes, don't, they 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 they, 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 not just a collect, collect, content they just
1: collect things and, exactly. and put them up there for you. And in case you didn't notice a trending news section in your app, you basically uh, tap that menu button there, you know, mm-hmm. the, the hamburger button. Yeah. And then you see all of the the things that they list, you know, your navigational menu for like your fundraisers and, you know, Mm -hmm. the things that are for sale around you and all this and groups and all that. And then uh, you look and there's trending news down there. And so you tap that and you see the actual headlines from the news sources that Facebook is pulling from and not just sort of the generic general topic, you know, Kim Kardashian, yada, yada. You know, you see the headline as it appeared on CNN or wherever. So, So Facebook getting into it. Now moving to legal news. A U.S. district judge in San Francisco ruled that LinkedIn could not stop HiQ Labs, uh, a startup, from scraping user data from its site. This data in question here is the public profile information people have on their LinkedIn pages. The squabble between uh, HiQ and Microsoft, which owns LinkedIn, has been ongoing since May. I think we may have talked about it earlier have, on a previous yeah. show. And it led to lawsuits in June. So fight in May, lawsuits in June. There you go. Haiku claiming Microsoft was violating antitrust laws. The reason people are paying attention to this case is because uh, it could have implications as to just how much control companies have over publicly available information that just happens to be part of their services. Mm-hmm. Like if your address is known, you know, the white pages can't say, no, this is proprietary information because right. it's out there. Right. Uh, in case you were wondering what Haiku actually does, which is my thoughts, like, yes. what does this company what do? do they do? Apparently, uh, they make algorithms for predicting employee behaviors, like oh, when so and so might quit their current job. Hmm. Uh, information that you just might be able to glean from a LinkedIn work history, maybe. Hmm. Oh, you last two years, you passed five jobs. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. So, Interesting. So, so we'll see. Uh, Microsoft not happy about that. And uh, there's another uh, more ominous uh, fight over user data, too. Uh, The United States Department of Justice is uh, locked horns with web provider DreamHost over internet protocol addresses and other information on 1.3 million people who visited an anti-Trump protest site earlier this year. Yes, I saw that. Yes, the site in question, uh, DisruptJ20.org, was used to organize some of the Inauguration Day protests this past January – and the GOJ served DreamHosts with a search warrant demanding not only IP addresses, but email addresses, photos, and contact details of people who use the site. The search warrant claims the information is needed as evidence regarding, quote, individuals who participated, planned I think they meant planned, uh, organized, or incited the January 20th riot, end quote. There was a riot? I I know there were scuffles breaking out. I don't yeah. recall. When I think riot, I think. Aughts, yeah. Um, or, yeah,
0: you know what? Actually, I was down there. There were some. There was some violence. There was some.
1: S- was it sporadic, sort of small? or yeah, was it like but sort I. Of I remember. Belfast? No, but I
0: remember people dressed up like KKK folks and things like that. There was violence.
1: All, all right, I do so, remember that. All right, so so you saw some things happening there. You, you, rem- you were doing an audio show I down was, there, weren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So whatever, whatever constitutes a riot, this is why the Department of Justice says we need all this to try to track down people who are involved in this riot. I don't know how they are linking them to this website. But, but DreamHost is, is resisting. In a blog post, a legal counsel for the company wrote, that information could be used to identify any individuals who use this site to exercise and express political speech protected under the Constitution's First Amendment. That should be enough to set off alarm bells in anyone's mind. Good and, for DreamHost. A hearing is scheduled for August 18th in a superior court in Washington, D.C. Uh, the Electronic Frontier Foundation uh, is also involved in this too. Absolutely. And they have had uh, many, many cases in which they have uh, kind of fought for user privacy. So – We'll be keeping an eye on that one, even if That's we won't be here to one. talk about it the rest of the month. Right. Uh, it we'll could be it ongoing out. for a while. Because
0: I, I don't know if folks realize this, that even if we don't do the show, we kind of live and breathe this stuff. So. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. we might be
1: tweeting about it. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Exactly. Yes. Um, well, moving on to perhaps happier news. Happy news. Uh, or less, finally... less, you know, kind of oppressive, ominous news. Okay. I'll take that. Um, well, Amazon. <laughs> anyway. um, Amazon, the ever-expanding Uber, super, mega, everything store and delivery service, announced instant pickup in five locations around the country. Instant pickup has nothing to do with the Ford F-150. <laughs> this is a, uh, a shopping service, as you might imagine. As the instant pre- pickup. Yes. As the press release describes it, with instant pickup, Prime and Prime student members can use the Amazon app to shop hundreds of Need It Now items like food, cold drinks, personal care items, technology essentials, and Amazon devices like the Echo Echo Dot Fire TV and a selection of Fire Tablet and Kindle e readers because you, you have to have these. I have to have that right away. Uh, Prime members can browse a selection, place an order, and even add last minute items to an online order and pick it up from a self service locker all within two minutes or less. Two minutes? I don't know if they're calculating you time to get to the locker. Yeah, okay. Or if it's like, hey, your thing is ready, you know, in the next two minutes. Maybe they took a little time to gather all these things. Is
0: this like, you remember uh, Domino's used to have that 30-minute thing? Yeah, yeah. Are they going to give it to me for free if it's not there in
1: two minutes? I don't believe they are, Ah, but uh, especially if you got something expensive. Exactly. But yeah, so so the two-minute thing seems like kind of a a challenge there for Amazon. Ah, uh, yeah.
0: Challenge accepted
1: on my part. Yeah. Uh, well, you may have to wait a little bit, though. The service is only available currently in Los Angeles, Atlanta, Berkeley, California, Columbus, Ohio, and College Park, Maryland. All of those, I believe, are college towns. That sounds like it. So, uh, hence the prime student uh, thing. But... I want
0: it on Roosevelt Avenue in Queens right now. Yes. Right now.
1: You want your instant pickup there in That's Queens. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, on. I, you know, Amazon, if you're listening, hey, get on it. Yeah. You just go to your locker and get all those Amazon Echoes you ordered. Get on it. Get on it. Shopping noise makes you happy. Yes. Now, fans of the Opera Max browser for Android will not be happy with this item. Uh, The Opera software company has decided to discontinue that app, uh, which was notable for its ability to crunch down the web browsing experience so less data was consumed. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Kind of every little bit helps if you're on a metered plan. Yeah. But uh, Opera was like, well, no. In a statement, the company said the product had a substantially different value proposition than our browser products and presented a different focus for Opera. We, therefore, focus on our browsers and other upcoming services. And you no know, more Opera Max. I've taken it out of the Google Play Store. and Lovely. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how, how wide a usership it had. I tried it a few times. Like, so yeah, did I. It was pretty cool. It um, was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But, but no more.
0: Thanks for nothing, Opera.
1: Yeah. No more Opera Max. Snapchat has a new tool for concertgoers. It's called CrowdSurf, and what it basically does is links snaps from various users based on their audio and then stitches it together into an attempt to give what they call a near-seamless look at a live event from multiple perspectives. So say you and 10 other Snapchat buddies are at a concert, and you're all doing your filming, and you're around the arena – and everyone posts these things, and I guess this CrowdSurf thing looks around and links it by the So, Oh, everyone's at the same mm. event, and then sort of does like the multi-cam view of the thing. So somebody's sitting up here, there's their view, and here's somebody in the front row, and here's somebody in the bleacher wouldn't, seats. Wouldn't there be a copyright-type thing for this? Wouldn't I imagine it? it's probably not a super long amount oh, of – Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and, and it would have to be a place where filming was allowed. Right. But I, I, I guess they, uh, they did it at a couple of concerts, so, so they're testing it out. Interesting. And I don't believe you are getting a full high-def, you know, professionally cut right. video here. I've
0: decided that when I go to concerts or, like, shows for my kids and stuff when they're performing. When you go, you go know, to that I Wiggles concert? Or? Yeah. You know what? I don't bust out my camera anymore.
1: Really? Because I'm missing the show. Yeah, Well, yeah, by the fumbling. And if you think about it, if you're... Taking pictures on a smartphone yeah. and you're in a stadium, you're not going to get super great photography no, anyway. You just get
0: a big bulging blast of light. That's yeah. pretty much it.
1: Yeah. So, so you, yes, you just enjoy the tunes. That's what I do. Yeah. Unless you're sitting in front of a video screen and then you take the picture of the video screen and that's say that's your seat. That's fair enough. Your that's seat. that's but, fair enough. But still, yeah, I, mean, I haven't been to a stadium concert in
0: decades. Yeah. No. I've, I've, I've been to a few and yeah. I've decided no.
1: I got to that age where... I like acoustic music anyway, but for me, a concert experience has to involve chairs and beer.
0: There you go. I like that. I'm
1: not standing up for two hours. That's right. I I, I
0: understand that. You know, no festivals for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Just you know, the quiet. uh, I'm with you. Contemplative music. I hear you. Now, uh, as August winds down and we lurch towards September, the prospect of the annual fall Apple event begins to loom. Yes, indeed. uh, And with it, predictions from KGI Securities analyst Ming-Chi Kuo, uh, now according to Kuo, the Apple Watch 3 will ship later this year with both LTE and non-LTE models, and the next Apple Watch will retain the same general design. So even though they're adding, I guess, the cellular chip, which Mm -hmm. would free it from having to be paired with an iPhone to get any of its uh, work done. Right. They will have two different versions of that, but the sizes and the form factor, I think, are supposed to stay gotcha. the same. Ask me if I'm going to get one. Are you going to get one? Heck no. That, that would be a big nope from that the That would be a
0: nope, 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 nope.
1: Yes. uh, Bloomberg uh, has its own report on this. I guess this LTE Apple Watch has has been uh, kind of percolating. Bloomberg says all four major U.S. carriers, which would be AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and Sprint, are lined up to support this new uh, cellular Apple Watch model. Maybe they're thinking this is the thing that's going to bust it wide open because people didn't like having to have to pair it with a phone. Practical people say, well, you always have your phone with you anyway. What is the problem? So, but now... But it wasn't the true Jake Tracy phone. But now there's going to be an extra charge. Yeah, I'm sure you'll have a a data plan for your watch and one for your phone. And maybe you'll put it all in the same bucket on a shared family plan. I don't know. (sighs) Lovely. Still not going to get it, though. No. Yeah, but... Not going to happen. Yeah, I I think uh, for for me it's it's still going to be about what are they going to do with the 10th anniversary of the iPhone. There you go. And this is the middle of August, and... I used to have to watch this very closely when I was writing iPod and iPad books for O'Reilly Media. Yes, indeed. You'd have to figure out when Apple was going to have their event. And there were a couple of factors that I always used when I was going to guess when they were going to have it. Because they always go kind of Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And you can't do – sometimes they'll do it right after Labor Day. But usually I think they would try to move it the next week. Right. Just because people, you know, they're still coming back from vacation. They're not paying attention. But then on the back end of the month, half the time, you've got the Jewish holidays because Rosh Hashanah mm-hmm. and uh, Yom Kippur are at the end and they don't like to have members of the media who observe, I guess, be conflicted about this or, or miss it. right. And so I looked on the calendar, and uh, Rosh Hashanah, I believe, uh, starts uh, the 20th, 21st in there. I think so. so. So there's this two-week window, I'm thinking. So maybe the second or yeah, beginning of the third week. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so, so we'll see when Apple is going to uh, – but I think the time is looming, and you can always tell when it comes because they send out that media invitation, and then all the Apple blogs immediately post their copy yeah, of the media invitation so with whatever cryptic phrase Apple has put on of uh, the thing they're going to talk about. Yeah, Exactly. So, but yeah, we, we are moving into that. Uh, by the time we come back from vacation, uh, the date could well be known.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, and we will cover it as in-depth as we always yes, do. Yes,
1: <laughs> uh, which means, Don, come talk yeah, about Apple. exactly. There you go. Yes. So, so that's on the way. Yes. And finally. And finally. Redheads may get a lot of flack, but they'll soon be getting their own emoji next year. The Unicode subcommittee is recommending 67 new characters for 2018. And in addition to the ginger folk, uh, new emojis for those with bald heads, curly hair, and silver tresses will be represented. Thank you, curly and silver. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. Thank I think you. they uh, – Al well, Kaiser is not representing. Absolutely. We need to get I cracking here, emoji subcommittee.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, emoji subcommittee.
1: Yes. So so, so something, uh, something positive to look Absolutely. forward to in 2018
0: I'm going to be emojiing, <laughs> emojiing. I just I think I
1: just made up a word I think you did so I'm going to
0: emoji my butt off
1: alright so silver head emoji icon with some bacon nice and, and perhaps a big speaker yes yeah people will not know what I'm talking about yes but the people who know you will <laughs> they will So uh, that's about it for the news. Uh, We'll be right back uh, after this break uh, with some ways to kill your free time. But if you wanted to know more about the links that we talked about here, you can find them all at poptechjam.com. J.D., Pedro.
0: I got too much time on my hands. Way (sighs) too much time. I can take care of
1: that for you. I
0: appreciate it because, you know, it's dangerous when I have nothing to do.
1: The hazy, lazy days of summer, idle hands. Idle
0: hands, and I get into trouble. I really do.
1: Well, as you know, uh, the Internet Archive is one of my personal favorite sites. As Uh, it is mine. It has been building and building for years from the Alexa Wayback Machine, where I think they have about 300 billion web pages and various parts of their development on there to the free eBooks, to the video clip archive. You awesome. can get certain movies, the TV news. They have been building and adding to it. Uh, it's a constant project. And two of the things they added fairly recently or have, have added to their collection – are the Galaxy Science Fiction Digest and the Great 78 Project. So let's start with Galaxy first. Yes, Uh, please. For those who don't remember it, Galaxy Science Fiction was a little digest book. It was was science fiction stories and a lot of really famous writers. Oh, yeah often put their their first drafts or their first versions of stories in there. Ray Bradbury
0: they
1: sure did. Uh, was a contributor. Uh, and this magazine, it was kind of in the golden age of 20th century science fiction. Yes, 1950, I believe, through 1976 is when uh, the collection runs. And I believe they have 355 issues of wow. uh, Galaxy. And And if you haven't seen... What the Internet Archive has been doing with the ebooks lately, they've done some really nice digital versions where you mm-hmm. can turn the pages. You see the yep. scanned versions of it. Of yep. uh, the ebooks, you can do this, or you can just download a text file and read it on your e-reader. A lot of options there. All of this is free, by the way, too, yep. um, because it is sort of encapsulating uh, human achievement here in a, a very handy-to-use website. In addition to Ray Bradbury, you've got your Isaac Asimov, nice. uh, another big name. I've heard of him. Theodore Sturgeon mm-hmm. um, and a lot of, of writers who kind of fell by the wayside. I think Chris Neville is often mentioned. But if you have time on your hand and just want to, and the thing I also like looking at old uh, magazines, whether digital or analog, yeah. is yes. the ads. So, yeah. Just to see the ads because oh, they absolutely. were such a time capsule to that period. Yes, indeed. And and Galaxy was it was that was the thing people read, and and you see these beautifully digitized copies, and some of them are kind of old and yellow and faded, but it adds to that authenticity. Yet you don't have old magazine smell either because it's digital. Right. Hey, if
0: you're a science fiction fan, old school – there's no better place to be.
1: Yeah, so so some lovely stuff. And so we will have a link uh, right to that part of the Internet Archive. So, you know, in this collection, uh, Isaac Asimov's robot mystery novel, The Caves of Steel, because, mm-hmm. you know, you can never really have too many robot mystery of course novels. Not. Of course not. And um, I think an early version of what eventually became Fahrenheit 451 wow, is in here as well. Wow, I didn't know um, that. So, so a, lot of, uh, a lot of good history there, especially if you are uh, into science fiction. Or reading. Or reading. But if you're more into listening. I am that too. The Great 78 Project. Uh, this has been an ongoing thing at the Internet Archive where they are digitizing thousands and thousands of old 78 RPM records. You know, those ones that spun really fast and you got like one song and it was mm-hmm. like three minutes and yep. then you had to flip it over. Yep. I believe they were called by the, the Trendy crowd. Yes. There has been a huge uh, influx of new digitized 78s in there. There's a firm in Philadelphia. I think George Blood uh, did about 25,000 of them, and they've recently uploaded them. And a lot of really great – historic stuff. And this collection kind of goes from 1898, I think, barely out of wax cylinder, up through the 50s, uh, you know, when 33 and 45 uh, began to kind of just finally shove 78, uh, mm-hmm. you know, out of out of relevance because you could have so much more music on a 33. This is true. And a lot of these 78 RPMs are rare. I mean, even finding a turntable that can play at the right speed anymore. I've,
0: I've heard of people having to build their own.
1: Yeah, yeah, just to get that 78 rev, rev, right. revolutions per minute, right. um, but to have somebody digitize these. And you can hear stuff from like World War I. It's amazing. Yeah, and... I love this so much. Yeah, and and there's even like a little bit, I was listening to some earlier, you get that little bit of a crackle because quite frankly, the audio technology was not super high fi but you get that very authentic uh, kind of hiss that you would have heard if you were listening to this on a gramophone back in 1938.
0: Let me tell you, I you're, you're talking to somebody who is a passionate about digitizing their own catalog. You know I've been doing that for decades Yes, now. Literally over a decade. And you have to have some of that hiss and crackle. Yeah. You have to. you got to leave it in.
1: Yeah, it's real. It, it's history. Yes. Um, so uh, a ton of stuff to listen to there. I was just sort of – Clicking randomly and you see all – and especially there's a lot of really good old jazz in there too. I mm. think I was listening to Sugarfoot Stomp right before we came down. Nice. And it just – even if you've heard it cleaned up and remastered and on a Ken Burns you know, documentary or yeah. whatever, to hear it in the kind of what it would have sounded like then is just kind of amazing. And it is a time capsule. I mean it just takes you right back. It so. feels
0: like history then. When you're listening to that way, it really does feel like history.
1: Yeah. Y- y- you were transported. Yes, so. indeed. So if you need to uh, spend some time, uh, this uh, extra time you've got lying around. Yeah,
0: so if you got time to waste like I do.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would say uh, hit yourself up with the Great 78 Project and on your way out, maybe uh, read a few stories in the Galaxy Science Fiction Digest. Yeah, why not? Do yourself, give yourself a treat. Yes, yeah, So, and, and also enjoy the rest of what the Internet Archive has to offer. Oh, We've yeah. talked about their software stuff, their Games. video game archive. oh, please. Yeah, we will post a link to it, but if you haven't been there, despite us nagging you to go there for the past five right. years, do yourself a favor yeah, and go what you, visit. What are you waiting for? Yes. And uh, with that, I guess uh, this leads us up to our summer vacation now, right? Yes,
0: our summer vacation. Yes, we, we
1: will be back after two weeks. Yes. Uh, f- fear not, listeners. Yes, um, fear not. And uh, But before we go, we must thank the bros. Yes,
0: thank you, bros. BuiltByBros.com, build something with the bros. If you think it, they will build
1: it. Yes, and thank you, listeners. We hope uh, all of you have a great last two weeks of August. Uh, you're probably on vacation and your camper's going out and doing stuff, too. Exactly. Yeah, you know
0: what? And spend this time to catch up on the other... Uh, About 244 episodes we've put out there.
1: Yeah, we have have a catalog of our own. Yes, indeed. Yes, Yes, indeed. So until September where we will, I guess we won't see you, but uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer and I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Everyone have a safe and happy summer.